Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real. We explore some Christmas movies, we have some of the forgotten, lesser known ones. Today we explore an American Christmas Carol. An American Christmas Carol is a TV movie, but wasn't ah. tried to be in theaters and then was shoved right back into TV. Okay, because the notably lack of special effects made me think yeah. TV well, the special effects yeah. and the very obvious commercial breaks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. that came about here. So, this one stars Henry Winkler. Mm-hmm. 1970, December 1979, this was released, starring some other names such as Susan Horgan, C.C. Lander, R.H. Thompson, and David Wayne. Now, this is a fairly straightforward, uh, you know, Charles Dickens. Yeah, we just kind of yeah. just kind of filed the serial numbers off yeah. and, and changed a couple names and yeah. blam, here we are. Except for the fact that apparently in this universe a Christmas Carol existed. Yes, yeah. and um, I keep wanting to say Scrooge, but yeah. Slade kept p- picking it up. Mm. Well, like he picked up the book and started to read a little bit of he it. He ripped the the cover yeah. off of it first, yeah. though, which hurt my soul. I was yeah. just wondering. I sent her into into anger. I was. She, how the hell would you get any value out of leather book covers? What I was trying to yeah. do is try to figure out how he was going to recycle them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can use the leather and use it for other things. You know, it's, it seemed like it was a but farm. But they community. were already pre-dyed. Yeah. Like, how are you going to? Yeah. How are you going to strip it? And then, I don't know well, if you can make shoes it. out of it. Maybe. Gotta, gotta do what you gotta do during the Depression. Yeah. Right? I mean, he wasn't yeah. depressed. Yeah. Depression. Well, you know, yeah, the, yeah. well yeah, he but, wasn't there, but yeah, I mean, this was well. almost like, it was almost like the back end of It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Yeah. It's a mix of the two, yeah. almost. Yeah. Well, it, it did have some, you know, people say it has a Wonderful Life theme. Well, I mean, It's a Wonderful Life was inspired by Charles Dickens. Yeah, because... I was like, wait, It's a Wonderful Life is it, kind of like a reverse Scrooge thing yeah. going on. I yeah. forgot why I said that, though. Yeah, it's a reverse Scrooge because you don't, you don't necessarily see it from the Scrooge point of view. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, it's, I, it's with George Bailey. I was like, oh, man, what if George Bailey ran into in, um, the Scrooge equivalent in that movie? What if he was visited by three ghosts? Yeah. And then they met up and were like... Yeah. Mary, I don't know. <laughs> oh, if Mr. Potter, you yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Has, yeah. Well, so if I Mr. Just, Potter did that, that'd be different. Which also yeah. reminded yeah. me of Back to the Future too. Yeah, yeah. I've just I've just been ruined by the Muppet Christmas Carol because we didn't get a cool Marley and Marley song. <laughs> yeah, I, I want mean, to see someone yeah. visited by the ghost of Bob Marley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was the that was one of the jokes they did in Muppet Christmas Carol because yeah. the other one was Jacob and Robert Marley. <laughs> Still, somebody just do that. Yeah, I mean, you're right, though. I mean, I did kind of ruin it because the whole time I'm looking at it and I'm looking at my Spotify and I realized I have the Muppets Christmas Carol and all this. Yep. (laughs) So I'm like, all right, yeah, I can can kind of live with this. And even though my own extreme bias towards Henry Winkler, you know, I'm like, Henry Winkler's in this. I definitely want to check this out. See, and Henry Winkler was doing doing his best Billy Crystal impression. (laughs) Yeah. He sounded yeah. he sounded like he was doing grumpy Billy Crystal yeah. as a uh, now, as a character. Okay, here's the some of the behind the scenes on this. Henry Winkler. It was 1979. He is still on top of the world as Arthur Fonzarelli. Mm-hmm. 
you know, still on everything on lunchboxes. There's comic books. There's cartoons. There's hey. so much stuff going on. I mean, for God's sakes, if it were YouTube, Instagram, and all the other shit we have now was available, I mean, he would be a mega influencer at that time too. Hey. You know, everyone so, would be jumping sharks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh yeah, everybody's going to be going to be hit yeah. checking the jukebox. So at that <laughs> time, though, I mean, the the Happy Days show was kind of teetering. You know, it started to teeter out. It died out in about, I think it was 80 or 81. So yeah, it, had, it, had jumped, it had jumped the shark at this point. Oh, yeah. It had jumped the shark. <laughs> it had gone past. But then you had others finding different projects. And also, yeah, he was. Oh, he but definitely yeah, was. He was, but yeah, Bennett also. Bennett was by no means yeah, a guy. No, no. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, God damn it. Who the hell is uh, Howard? Who the hell is uh, Richie Cunningham? Ron Howard. Ron, Ron Howard. Howard. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron Howard had already made plans to start leaving the show. So when he looked at that, he said, okay, that's it. But you see, it's like, you know, there's a show that was called In the Heat of the Night. I remember that yeah. show. I, yeah, you, I know that it yeah. existed. I know nothing yeah. uh, about Carol, it. Carol O'Connor. Carol yeah. yeah, in the first few seasons, you very clearly hear Carol O'Connor is still Archie Bunker. Yeah. You know, and his tone and his drawl and everything else. And, you know, towards the end, he's that Georgia, you know, backwoods sheriff mm-hmm. that, you know, he, he supposedly was. You know, at that time, you know, that southern backwoods, draw, you know, like, oh, find that piece of paper. So... You see this, you see in some light, in some lingo, in some tone, he still has the Fonzie tone. Yeah. It's you know, natural. Yeah. You know, it's only natural, mm-hmm. true, but you still have it. Like, even in the first, you know, first few lines, you know, he's like, it's like Fonzie sped up, you know. Of course, I'd love to see the kids. Yes, I want to see. I wouldn't want yeah. to see the kids. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, take the kids over here. Let me tell you something that's really good. <laughs> you know, he'll do this. He'll be successful. Correcto mundo. <laughs> if this were a tr- if this were a real like modern day um, yeah. kind of retelling, yeah. would Scrooge be a crypto bro? <laughs> oh. I like that idea. But another important point, though. Um, yeah. Okay, a, a little difference is that this story is set in 1933. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, 1933 in For- Concord, New Hampshire, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> yeah. See, we weren't able to actually catch the year because the captions were right in front of the year when it yeah. came up, and I was uh, too lazy to—I was too lazy to go back. Yeah. Oh, I, had to do, I had to do math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was thinking, does it work out that he's like supposed to be fifty? Yeah, in the present, right? Those are some hard fifties. Wow. Because mm. yeah, it's well, true. But yeah. because when we do the um, is it the Ghost of Christmas Present? Yeah, when we find his. The girl that he wants to marry. She's straight up elderly. She looks elderly. Yeah. She really does with the gray hair. But the daughter that she has. Looks 20. Well, she she sort of does. But it's supposed to give up the impression that she's a teenager. Yeah. Like this is Christmas morning. And that her daughter is opening presents like a child. Yeah. Like a teenager. So yeah. it hasn't been that long. No. So it's no. like they're. The makeup artist, whoever did the makeup, made them look like they're supposed to be like these elderly people. When in actuality, yeah, they're probably in their fifties. Yeah. yeah Whoa. Well, yeah. I I think when 
Scrooge is like uh, Slade. Is it's it? all right. You can it's, say Scrooge because we know he's Glage. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like something you don't want to catch down your body. Right. <laughs> or, or some kind of awesome gremlin yeah. character that maybe <laughs> you fight or maybe joins your adventure oh, party. Right. Glage. Glage. <laughs> be careful. I'm gonna start scribbling some notes for him. Glage. Holidays. But Sclage is uh, he's about ten years when he, we get the flashback to the past. Yeah. Uh he's about t- ten years old, I think, at the orphanage. Ten or eleven, yeah. yeah. So in the orphanage he says, Oh, no one's worn clothes like that for the past forty years. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's a hard fifty. Yeah, and he, yeah, eighteen that's actually a good catch. Yeah. Right? Nice. That's good. Yeah, and then yeah. like another flashback later is Gotta be like 1900, and then yep. we get another one for World War One. They say, oh, but when you're looking like, at yeah, his war bonds. wait, but when you're looking at his um his tombstone, yeah, it said that he was he was born in 1887. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's. Did you do the math? For yeah. Me? If okay, if he's born in 1887 and it's 1933 right now, yeah, then he's only 46 years old. Oh God. Shit. Remember well, when that used to be? Remember when that used to seem old? I know. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, shit. Okay. If you feel the way we do, take your heart medication. Um, and also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Double check. Have you taken? Have you taken your low dose? Have you aspirin taken today? your low dose aspirin and your metformin? <laughs> Speaking of, I mean. <laughs> now I. What, is yeah. that a sponsor cue? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> I don't know what they want. I'm not sure where we would put a sponsor cue in this. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I yeah. can think of a place, honestly. Yeah. And then the factory burns down. So yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. exactly a good place. Yeah. What do you think we're making with this? <laughs> right? Oh! Yeah. A special toy. <laughs> I wouldn't put that in there. Though. We call it the chair leg. Like, what? I thought it was supposed to be a towel rack. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> of a towel rack. And I'm thinking of Doug Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Trying yeah. to make something for Patty. Um, yeah, I mean, you know this... they ended up together in the end of it? Oh, really? Like, she asked him out. Okay. When huh. This was like at the when, when Disney took it. When Disney took it over and and redid the show, it's like basically they really they ended up together because Patty realized she's like, you know what, I like this dork, and she asked this, him out. Still has the ketchup. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, you know, it's Part so, <laughs> I mean, where you sit with this, like everybody's fifty. I mean, this is Concord, New Hampshire, and this is a strong mill town. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a, and I. It's not like we'd know anything yeah. about about a mill town, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, fu- it's funny because like the building, I, the, the building I work in is a clinical building that has been open since 1914, mm-hmm. and they had the uh, they had the uh, pictures of whoever was the director of the building, yeah. of all the offices, and there's several you know different people, and the one right at the top is Mildred Truesdale. And you know, wow. you had, yeah, you had no, I'm sorry, Milton Truesdale, and you look at it, and even though it's sort of a painting, you go, oh, I bet. You know, like, you know, he just looks older, and then you do the math, and he's like, okay, he's in his 40s, and you go, really? Uh, yeah. So, the build at the time, was yeah, at the time, it was like, Geez. well, it the must have been yeah. hard years. Yeah. And the building, mm-hmm. I, the building I work in, yeah. I believe, was dedicated in 1950. 
Mm. If I'm remembering, because it feels shit. <laughs> because the yeah, years was... really been that hard on yeah. Slage. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he's working in the mill. He's alone. He's very angry. He lives in the factory. Well, he was angry you know, because yeah. Uh, yeah. because his parents died, and then he was passed around by yeah. aunts and uncles, and then it dropped off the orphanage. Yeah, but then he he doesn't have anyone else. You know, you know, a but he's, he's, it, he gets along a lot better once yeah. he learns I mean, to trust the yeah. He's an angry kid. Guy. I get yeah. that, but yeah. Yeah, but that was actually a good part where there was like, you know, is he there? Yeah, he uses tools. Maybe he can use tools with his hands. Or, yeah. You know, can he use the, he uses tools out of anger? And then, you know, the callback later on when we get to it, I think was one of the funniest damn lines out of the whole damn movie. Honestly, that ending was awesome. Yeah. I think it was um, ham-fisted and yeah. a little too long. I yeah. thought it was cute. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was cute. I thought it was... Um, yeah. I like the way that it was different, though. Like yeah. it was like he was basically like, essentially, he looked I'll, like a crazy man. Yeah. He did okay. It is like I just said, a nice. That was that was the art department going about it the wrong way. Yeah. So what are you making? A the the, the um the uh designer, the costume yeah. designer, and the makeup artist making him look older than they really should have. I think. No, no, I, I just mean the whole. Telling this kid about how they're starting a business in this burned out old building makes him look kind of and, unhinged. And I, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, sure no, the no. kid's thinking, uh-huh. Yeah. No, not yeah. so much I that. to go. I think, no, it, I'm talking before that happened. Getting him out of the, getting him out of the building. When it happens to, I was going to say Scrooge, Slade. <laughs> what happens um, to Slade? He's, what happens he's to Slade, he's, he's yanked out by his ear, but okay, has the guy basically tell, yo, know, kind of tries to like, warm him up with affection, whereas Slade, when he goes up to this kid, basically goes, if you don't come out of here, you know... Get in the car, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna knock you out in chloroform. Pretty it's much. Like, <laughs> the way he does it with him makes me go, okay, it's much different than the way he was told, but that it's is, effective. It's wildly different, and I'm like, uh, that's, that's assault? <laughs> <laughs> but it works. Yeah. Which is I why just, I thought the kid was going to shank him and run. Because it's like, <laughs> stranger danger, I, I'm going to die yeah. out here. This uh, man's going to do terrible things. Stranger danger didn't, didn't happen back then. Remember, we didn't have child labor laws yet. Yeah. I, I think we did by the 30s. Well, yeah. No, no. I read no, that, like, yeah. the interest in child welfare, I think, started around 1890s or something. It started interest, in the yes. 1890s, you're correct. But it wasn't enforced until the late 30s. Yeah. Like, you know, and nationally. After after yeah. lots of fires and yeah. lots of losing limbs. Yeah, it was the Triangle Shirt Fire that really started it. Yes. You know, and uh, that, the, that I was... I remember the, that from this one. Yeah. How do I remember it? But, no, yeah. I'm just... Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot of crap yeah. in history class. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. a whole lot of things, yeah. but I remember that. See, the way yeah. I remember some oh. things is if I've stumbled across a podcast recently that was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I... I listened to that whole thing about the Triangle Shirtwaist fire, and it was way worse than anything we learned about in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. True. Now, um, one of the things with this movie is you have it when Chris Wiggins comes in who plays Mr. Brewster. Mm-hmm. I immediately He seems want... like a Wiggins. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I immediately wanted to hear Know Me Better, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. 
Because the way that come he, in, they know oh, me better, man. Know me oh. better, man. That's yeah. the yeah. Christmas past. The Ghost of Christmas present, present in, from, yeah, in the Muppets. Yeah, that is still one of the best lines. Like, I, I'm not even a Christmas guy. I, we've gone over it in this podcast several times, but yeah. I, I am, I am, I am a Grinch when you get down to it. Yeah, but free food. That line, hmm? Free food. Yeah, with him, it's the free food. But that, yeah. but that line and just the the happy kind of big, like barrel chested teddy, yeah. teddy bear look of <laughs> that of that Muppet. I fucking love that guy. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I mean, I hate to say, I hate that fact that you said he looks like a Wiggins. Yeah. Because <laughs> Wiggins is the name of the guy who owns the company you work for. Oh, oh Lord! Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. why when you said that, yeah. I, I kind of got a cold chill. Yeah. So I was just like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> <laughs> I just said it because it's a funny name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Wiggins, and I immediately thought of. Um, Carol Burnett. Oh. Mrs. Wiggins. Mrs. Wiggins, yeah. Yeah, I immediately thought of Carol Burnett there. Uh, but I, I... Things that I like with this movie, and I think anyone else would do, because there's not really much to really talk about with it. I mean, if you... Yeah. Because it's... Talk some things. It's, it's, if you've it's ever your, seen Christmas Carol, it's, it's your basic Christmas Carol, yeah. except that yeah. it's... You know, there are some... Thematical changes. Yeah, there was one. Mo- there was one moment that made me laugh out loud, but we'll get the there. disco guy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Th- yeah. Because we're we're kind of reverting it from Charles Dickens' time to America. Yeah. We're we're changing up so, so, a, a few of the yeah. of the basic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. also it's it's just like people from his that he knows, except for the future guy. But the future guy was that the same guy who played the farmer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why he, he called him a farmer when he first showed yeah. up because yeah. it's like it's people he knows from his life in yeah. different. And no I do I do Which like I like, the, I do like the whole yeah. we're using people for, as the spirits from the people who yeah. showed up in the movie already. Yeah. Um, like the uh, the printer is the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. The um. Uh, well, his partner yeah. is his, his past partner. partner. Well, yeah. the partner is the past partner, which is yeah. supposed to be yeah. yes. you know. Jacob Marley's... Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got yeah. the sleazy 80s business movie yeah. before the we 80s. We looked at hit. that, I'm like, okay, I'm like, that one, um, I'm like, I thought that was the most, that was interesting. The, that the was whole a, yeah. repossession thing? Yeah. I... I <laughs> we work in repossessions. I yeah. do. It's oh, part of, accurate? Do you drive a rickety old 30s truck? I do not. Do you drive a rickety old truck that looks like a five-year-old druid? No. <laughs> now here's the deal when it comes to those types of repossessions. Yeah. Those types of repossessions, as far as I'm aware, still exist. Yeah. Um yeah, but, but get something from Rena Center and don't pay for it. That's See exactly what, what I was about to say. Yeah. Uh places like Rena Center and Errands yeah. and things like that, they will still come to your home if you do not pay for, you know, the stuff that you are technically renting from them. You have a retail installment contract. You sign that contract. You don't make your payments. They will show up in front of your house with a U-Haul, knock on your door, come into your house, and take their stuff and pull it out. It's part of, it's by law, they are allowed to do this. Yeah. However. They may or may not do it on Christmas Eve. That just seems like I can't say anything about it because they will. Um, I was giving them more more credit than they deserve. Well, here's the deal. Now, this is the truth, though, but there is some truth behind these things. 
they will try to contact these people many times beforehand to try to work out some sort of payment program yeah. or anything like this. This is me trying to justify my own job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they always do it that way. Yes. Even yeah. in the 30s? By, well, no. In the 30s, I'm talking now. Yeah. By law, the now, if you watched the movie, like the wife ran else. out and said, we will have the money to you by next week. Yeah. For, like, the stove and the chair and everything else. And the radio. And the yeah. radio. And our Scrooge here didn't want to listen to it. Right. But that's because of the type of person he is. Right. He is essentially the bank. Yeah. He, he owns this company. He's doing what he wants And to he do. owns the majority of the town. Right. And yeah. he has the court order. So yeah. he's doing what he wants. This yeah. is him being, essentially, to show us, the viewer, that he's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. In real life, the company who owns the property yeah. is trying, usually, usually, tries to reach out to the customer way ahead of time if they're not paying to try to figure out what's going on. Now, my job, for example, I'd do my damnedest to try to get a hold of these people before I have to do something because I want to be able to not have to do this part of my job. Do these people ever call me back? No. (laughs) <laughs> and if you do get in they touch hide. with them, they call you all sorts of they names. They call me all sorts of things. It's the, it's the world's worst game of hide and seek. Oh, it's awful. I hate it so much. This is That's part of why I hate my game. Yeah. Um, and but, would you have to get some, you know, I mean, he in this in this universe, I mean, he got a court order. You do get a court that order. That his assistant had to do, but wouldn't they have to have some police with them as well? No. Oh, okay. no. Um, oh, no, that costs extra. No, yeah. by by law, as long as you are going towards the laws of your state, yeah. you do not need to get the police involved. Mm-hmm. If by law, the law states that you have to have the police there to do your job, yeah. then yes, you would. But right. it goes state, state by state. state. Yeah. I could um, see a disgruntled farmer eventually pulling a rifle on him. And if that's the case, then you get the law involved. Yeah. You leave quietly and then get the lot off. Gotcha. Like those videos um, you see on YouTube of people like revving their truck off of the tow truck. That is uh that is actually uh destruction of personal property by the tow truck and the tow truck will sue them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But they still do it. Oh yeah, people because people are just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, I once got my stupid car unfairly towed. You can yeah. fight that. And the well it was like 10, 15 years ago. And All I'm right, well, to bet you but, didn't start throwing hands immediately. Yeah. No, I, I just, I argued with the police guy and he threatened to arrest me or something stupid. Even though there was, a, there had been a sign that said that the construction would be over by then. Yeah. That's when you take pictures with your phone and then Again, well, this was way, way before. before. But no, I'm talking yeah. about now. Yeah, yeah. Take pictures with your phone. Fuck you yeah, type, I would. You type. Uh, you take the ticket or whatever else. You take your car out of impound. You fight it in court. That right. shithead cost me a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah now it's hundred eighty. See it. Yeah. Taking, taking pictures with your phone. That's why I've been taking pictures of that dumbass Tesla that parks in front of the fire hydrant mm-hmm. in front of the house every goddamn day this past week. Yeah, I'm not yeah. angry. I'm not angry. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> this just brought up a lot of stuff about repossession that I know because it's part of my job. How's it compared yeah. to repo the genetic? Uh, Repo the genetic opera actually is it's a hair more violent. It's a hair more violent, but again, it works all by law. Yeah. Oh my god, you break now the I law. Jump to fantasy cast. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Remind yeah. me, bring it up. I you know yeah. who I you know who I think should be 
<laughs> Screw is Roddy. Yeah. No, it's well. I somebody's got to be, you know, the repo man. Yeah. Not Giles. Yeah. Not Anthony Stewart. Uh, yeah. 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 I, that would be interesting yeah. if he gets so visited been, by ghosts. We've been watching uh, Buffy coming people. back up on uh, on uh, Comet lately, and it's like, wow, Giles was old even in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck? But um, oh yeah, we should probably mention yeah. his assistant is Thatcher, the guy yeah. with the glasses, and um, he's he's our Bob Cratchit. Basically, yeah. I do like the choice of names that are they're different yeah. enough, but mm-hmm. they're also similar. You can tell yeah. who you're talking mm-hmm. to. Cratchit, Thatcher, yeah. got that chit yeah. sound. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're in the same. Sleep. They're in the same yeah. ballpark. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. that was a nice touch, even right. though if it kind of contributes to forgetting the proper names. <laughs> it's enough to make you go, "Oh, right, that's who we're talking about," but that's who we mean. I like it. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I thought it started, it had some interesting directions, but at the same time, I feel like they might not have been utilized enough. Like the whole meta issue, the the whole meta thing about a Christmas Carol existing. I feel like uh, Slade should have been like more genre savvy. I don't, I mean, because that was a very popular story, so he probably knows the basics. Oh yeah, and he did. He did have a moment where he's like, oh, what, we're going to have three ghosts show up? To and the a, guy's like, not ghosts. To an extent, people. he knew. And at the same time, ghosts. at the same time, he, was, he still seemed surprised. That, yeah, too surprised. Yeah. Like, I was looking for more of a twist. I mean, not just the whole, okay, for the future segment, he wakes up to this weird, experimental, futuristic jazz crap, and then Disco Man shows up. Which I left like Yeah. And I mean, which, you could just go to the 70s. Yeah, I wanted to yeah, go to the 70s. But, yeah, what I really liked, I really, really, really enjoyed with that is how the radio connected everything. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Although... Yeah, um, when you turn on the radio and you just hear, you hear jazz. The Charleston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the past? But yeah, I'm like... Yeah. It's like, this um, was six years ago. Are they gone nuts? Yeah. There's no way I would know that. Right. I don't know the difference. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that they kind of... Did the little exposition there. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a little difference. But when he turns it on, you hear you hear the more rock and roll stuff. And then you have the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the disco. And I'm like, at first I was okay. Because yeah. I was like, oh, it's disco. And then I went, wait. Yeah. How far yeah. in the future are we going? Right. Yeah. I, I the guy hoping... shows up with, the, with those collars. And it's just like, that would make someone from the 1900s just like shit themselves in fear. <laughs> what, gold disco medallions and a turtleneck? Yeah. From like, and like in like in like nineteen ten, hell yeah. Well, we that would scare people. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Near enough. I don't know. What about didn't Rasputin wear shit like that back also, in the? He also wore robes. Yeah, so maybe he just looked like an eccentric, not a scary future man. Now, if he showed up in an astronaut costume, I just had I a know. terrible thought in my head. Oh no! Well, it's not just that; it was that there was. This is gonna say, a black man who just walked into his his house completely yeah. unannounced. I made that joke last yeah. night uh, when we were watching it. Just like, oh god, there's a black man in my house. What's happening? Right. Well, at least Slade was respectful to him. Right. Yeah. There was yeah. not. I noticed that, that there least. was no prejudice, which was nice, considering it is New Hampshire. That does make a little bit more sense. But mm. even still, he's just kind of like, all right. I guess I'm used to randos showing up. In the middle of the night. It, well, by house. that point, it, it well, had been that happening point, it all night. Well, at that point, it was the third one, like, so he was like, oh, fine. it's you. Okay, what are you, future? All right, cool. 
obviously yeah. like more genre savvy. And, and that was actually put in because of Henry Winkler. Huh? Yeah, Henry Winkler. Wanted a disco man? No, Hen- no, no. Henry Winkler himself, because allegedly, as we as I dove into this, there's not many notes on this movie. But Henry himself requested that I guess that there was the original draft of the script caused that he would get like, what are you doing in my house? Not overly heavy, but he's like, no, let him accept it. You know, let him accept that and realize what's going on. Because like, like, yeah, yeah. the weirdness slight, has been going yeah. on all night. Might, you, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slight character growth, but he put his foot down because he's the only known in this whole Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he's the only well-known person. I mean, he, you know, his his face was on the box cover, is on the the poster and the advertisement. Right. So yeah, he's a star. Yeah. So I mean, you know, he's he's going to dictate a little bit and say no, this shouldn't happen. Sure. You know, and as much as they've done that in days of the past and Happy Days, they did that a lot too. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's just you know where it's, he did stuff as Fonzie going, hey, you know, let me show you what it's like. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> I, I I like the thing with the radio turning everything, but the when he turns the radio back in, he goes, you know, you know, I would take a look at this radio. It's acting very peculiar. <laughs> yeah, and when he that. said that, that's a like that's definitely an Arthur Fonzarelli. Yeah. Yeah. No, then he yeah. would like smash it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I make it work. I just yeah. thought it was funny that you know the wife yeah. is like. What the fuck is totally, going on? Yeah. What is wrong yeah. with this man? Yeah, I but she played it great, totally confused. silently. Yeah, yeah, and you know, even backing up a bit, like even in the ghost, like the Christmas present, when you realize he's working, he's living in the factory. Yep. And then you have the kids singing Christmas carols, trying to shut them up. Yep. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, we keep jumping back. Yeah. And forth. But look, I took your hat. This Man. is the uh, Christmas past segment. Present. present? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, the Christmas past, I mean, it's a little bit further on, but then it goes to, uh, when it goes to him buying the war bonds and he sees, you know, he sees what is supposed to be his fiance and that very unfortunate mustache. (laughs) I mean, they're impressive, but unfortunate. Well, yeah. it's a little more curly than the yeah. 70s, 80s kind yeah. of stash, but yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and you know, very much like a skinny brawny man. Yeah! Yeah. But, His hair seemed a bit yeah. too feathered for the time period. Yeah, but there has been. Maybe think of my kid. dad yeah. in the 80s or yeah. something. Yeah, remember kids, feather responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought yeah. that, yeah. you know, early 1900s, it was all about yeah. let's make it a helmet with some oil. Yeah. There's also, there's a, um, there's another Henry Winkler movie called The One and Only, where supposedly he plays a Ric Flair type. Oh, dear. You know, and I'm kind of wondering what that's like. What the hell's going on? Like, what actually happened? I mean, he he really did a lot of different roles where he really just walked off the other Fonzarelli role. Sure. You know, doing what he played in Barry, Leo Saperstein, as, you know, in Parks and Recreation. Yeah, Yeah, and, you know, where he played this generally. Honey, please! Yeah. This generally (gasps) mean human, you know. And, um, you know, also where he played Coach Klein in The Waterboy. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, was, he wasn't mean in, in um, Parks and Rec. It was, I thought it was mostly his kids were insane. Yeah, his kids were insane, but he, <laughs> you know, no, he started the other business to kill Tom's Oh, business. right. You know, bluntly okay. calling it Tom's Closet because he screwed, you know, because he believed the story his son said. 
You, know, you screw my kid. You screw my kid. I'm gonna screw over you. Now let's take a look at this baby. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that show a thousand times. No, <laughs> no but um, yeah, I like that where he's like, you know, and then so backing up a bit more when he realizes that what's going on when he visits his he he gets a visit from his old business partner, who's the Jacob Marley of the story. And he doesn't even, he's not even carrying any chains. Yeah. It's like, oh, Didn't come on. Didn't they say they were, like, psychological or yeah. some bullshit? Yeah. yeah. Well, I just, hell like, isn't what you're I just, yeah. it's worse. Yeah. yeah. It's worse. It's reliving your failures. A politician has to listen to his speeches. All at once, with okay. no earplugs. Now, here's the thing. On that description, mm. it's the reliving your, 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 like, failures and all that. See, my brain barely works. We've been over this, right? Yeah. But the thing that I remember with perfect crystal clarity is every time I've ever fucked up. So by this by this movie's description, I'm already uh, in hell. Because I remember that shit constantly. Hell is in you all along. <laughs> the power of hell. Sometimes I find myself thinking, oh God, what if this is just hell? Not necessarily like supernatural hell, but just like... Oh god, everything's horrible. Animals eat each other. What a nightmare world. And then yeah. I start picturing this is hell. And then I think, you know, for a hell, it's pretty cushy. <laughs> There's green things, and it's not on fire all the time. I mean, for hell, we've got Tempur Pedics. Yeah, we've got the So now, someday, I want to maybe commission one of the yeah. needle points that says, like, Home Sweet Hell or something. Yeah. To put a couple of things, okay. like a spaceship and yeah. an ice cream and a cat. Remind me. I, I, saw, yeah. uh, I saw one of those needle points that? a while ago. It's yeah. it great. It's all like, you know, like home, home, homey decorations, like mm-hmm. with a with the flowers and, and like the border something. and then the center just says fuck yeah yeah <laughs> so I don't know that um morbid optimism kind of cheers me up yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of cushy yeah it's got ice that's, cream that's pizza yeah pizza yeah, too that's, yeah that's it's funny beds yeah New York coffee Treats? yeah <laughs> it's very nice for a house what I'm saying, and um, take that to the bank, I guess. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, I thought it was, I think uh, Slade had good business ideas. He's got, he he's has got a more mom. modern business idea. Yes. He has business acumen, yes, but he does it at the expense of everything else in his life, and that's always, sure. that's always been the thing about Scrooge. Yeah. It's like, money is first and foremost, people are Kind of a side thing. No, I kind of understand given his background, since we're given a bit more of his background in this one than we are in like a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Well, um, in a Christmas Carol, he's just kind of abandoned at boarding school. Right. Yes. Right. Whereas in this one, he's just, you know, his parents died and then he's been like transferred from person to person. So he doesn't, In at least in this one, we're given the whole he needs to be able to support himself because yeah. nobody else is going to support him. Yeah. I wish they'd emphasize that just a wee bit more just so we could see that it's not just, oh, money, money, money. It's just that it has an important meaning to him. Right. Like, this is my life. How am I supposed to not prioritize my own well-being? Right. Yeah. And, you know, where he does come up with the idea of, like, hey, look, there, you know, this guy who he's working for 
has installed, you know, like he's we're doing the same stuff for 40 years. He's never going to change. Like, hey, I got a new idea. This is going to be great. Right. Yeah, you know, will help you, but the guy doesn't want to. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, so, want the help, so but he doesn't want to do anything. You, you can look at Rooster yeah. and not agree with him. Yeah. Because, so that makes a Slade look right. Although, I mean, one can't empathize with the whole handcrafting might be better quality. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Right. The assembly, no, I, uh, the assembly line idea. Yeah. I yeah. get the thing is, I yeah. get both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And there would have been an easier way to do this and compromise, but it seems that they're both kind of stubborn and set yeah. in their own ways. Right. Um. And so. Well, Brewster even straight up says, "I'm too stubborn. Right. Don't yeah. stop this. Right. I get what you're trying to do. I'm not going to. I'm it. not going to do it. Sure. And it's it's kind of disheartening. And I get and you know I. I get both of their reasonings. Um, so different markets, right? So the, I mean, it's unfortunate. Like this, sadly, it's an unfortunate set of circumstances, right there. Um, so I do get why <clears throat> Scrooge Slade, whatever, <laughs> does what he does. Yeah, I get why he does it initially. And I get why he decides why? to take a different job because he wants to succeed. Success um, is the only thing that that matters to him because of the way he was. The the, way he his raised. mindset. His mindset is: I need to be able to support and myself in success. He's not makes, wrong. He's not wrong. It makes him feel like he's contributing something to himself. Or in general, because if, right. if you're not successful, people won't pay attention to you. Right. Or they won't hire you, or then you're disposable. Right. And it's sad, but that's the way he is. Um, what it, what makes me even sadder is the fact that he won't take his girl with him now. Yeah. I guess, well, he doesn't think that, he knows he'll have to start small. Right, but then they lose touch. And he thinks that's you know not worthwhile. It's like, but no, they... no, because he needs to be the best for her, and he doesn't really consider. This is the thing: is he's inconsiderate. He doesn't consider her feelings at all. Nope. Well, she does say that she doesn't care. She'll go with him anyway. But right, but he doesn't. Is... He doesn't consider the fact that she's being sincere. Nope. No, he thinks that he needs to be the best. For her, because that's the only way he's worthy of her. But even when he comes back and he is the best, and she basically told him before that he he was fine as he is, as he was, <clears throat> and then he turns around and kind of asks about the dog, right? That she'd written to him about four, four years, years ago. ago. <clears throat> and he's like, "Oh yeah, she got better." Yeah, at least the dog mentioned in the letter. Turned out fine. Right. I guess this movie does not pop up on Does the Dog Die? <laughs> well, we don't actually ever see the dog. Either. I mean, eventually, I assume it did, but it, you know, it wasn't straight up mentioned. Right. The dog recovered. We're okay. But it's also later that, like, he still puts himself and his success first. There's a mentality there, though. I think you touched on it, but I can agree with it on a personal level because he was a because he was an orphan because he had nothing more to really give and because he 
was the scrappy kid. And I think the reason why he was fighting is he probably didn't understand the anger, mm. you know, that he had. You know, he's like, I'm here, I'm alone in this world, no one else is going to understand me. Right. Then if I'm alone, yeah, right. I'm alone in this world. Then someone has to, somebody has to get me somehow. Like somehow, like what's my legacy going to be? My name is going to be synonymous with success, right? You know, Mm -hmm. and I, I get that completely. Right, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I guess, but like I said, he doesn't take. um, What the hell is this girl's name? Yeah, I don't know. Hold on, I get it. I can see her big. Puffy red hair, but Helen. Ah, yeah. Like, doesn't... I know in the original story, isn't it like Elizabeth? It might be. The girl's name, but yeah. this is it's Helen. Helen. He doesn't, like I said, he doesn't take her, um, her feelings into consideration. And then when it comes to sort of screwing over Brewster. Yeah, that's where it seems like he's starting to turn. Right. I mean, blooded. he sort of goes over uh over his head to talk to the financier the financier who you know becomes his business partner yeah um who can only uh finance one of their businesses right yeah. but he talks about that bef- like he's as he's talking about that is when Brewster has his heart attack like mm. it happens almost si- simultaneously so he doesn't actually screw the guy over yet because yeah. that's when Brewster dies. Yeah. But he would have. Yeah. And that's the thing. He would have done it. Yeah. I don't think he would have intentionally done it, but just by his own actions, he right. would have. Right. You know, well, like, he's he, yeah. leading for modern ideas. Yeah. But I think by his own actions, he didn't intentionally go take the funding away and all that other stuff. Right. He wasn't going to actually yeah. intend to, to yeah. hurt him to the point where the guy was going to die. Right. Because I have a feeling that... He had two heart attacks before, I think. Yeah, yeah but he, he liked to play them off as mild. Yeah. He liked to play them off as it wasn't going to hurt me yeah. Sig- yeah. You know, significantly. They weren't going to kill me. Yeah. But, you know, a heart attack is a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He, he liked to play them off as angina. Well, guess what? Yeah. They weren't obviously ang- angina. Is that a good spot for uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Because we all know what angina rhymes with. Angina. Oh, man. So Adam and Eve is a great (laughs) sponsor for us. We use um, adamandeve.com as our offer code MTTM. That's MTTM. We use our discount to be able to get discounts on whatever you like. Because everything else is cost effective. We might as well give you something that you have fun with to be able to have a discount on. They're a little less, you know, a little less discount, a little less cost out there. You're better for it. So mttm.com. Don't sorry, whittle, mttm with adamandeve.com. Don't whittle your own toys. Right. Jesus. Right. Right. Yeah, it's don't. Like, yeah. And don't use carrots either. The splinters yeah. are bad. Oh, yeah. Stop. Also, stop the vegetable abuse. Yeah. 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 Don't believe in the gourd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, it's like a time we actually should mention as well as we have our brand new website that's up. Oh, yeah. So go ahead and use movietheatertimemachine.com is up with all the links and everything and also news and also links to our YouTube page. Is it all one word? No underscore? Movietheatertimemachine.com. All one word. Yes. Yep. And it's so pretty. Yeah. And for you English people, it's ER. Yeah. Theater rate. Yeah. 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 We're we're the, um, we're the, the non-refined theater. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, already makes it fancy. So we'll have that. We'll have that in the links as well, please spread that around. Not a tray. Yeah. So not their tray. Not their. Not theatrical here. So thank you, Andy, for actually building that yes. for us. So yeah, he did a freaking awesome job. And then the guy who built our website also built Polly Shore's website. Oh wow! Yeah. So and that's he's like, yeah, I built Polly Shore's website. He's like, look, I'm like, I'll just model that. I'm like, cool. All right, I mean, so, it yeah. definitely works. I love the color yeah. scheme. Yeah, yes. yeah. Awesome. So just do what you do. Okay, so how's this? Like, yeah, don't do a damn thing. Okay, no, <laughs> I, I, I like this. Ju- I like it. Yes, yeah. fine. Yeah, just do, just do you. Okay, you know. But um, I also want to give a shout out because I have been on several podcasts promoting the show lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I do want to, you know, get. Yeah, yeah, I hear you in the kitchen. Yeah, cast like I, keep, <laughs> I keep yeah. seeing it. I keep seeing it pop up on yeah. our Facebook thing. I'm like, damn, Nick's getting around. Yeah. Yeah, doing that just to promote it, but Earth Station One, who has had me on several podcasts, yeah. um, you know, on several, just one to promote the show, and they invite me back to review Wakanda Forever, and then they invited me to do the to review the Weird Al movie, yeah. um, you know, which is really super good, and also coming out soon is going to be Beeline Entertainment. Um, we had an awesome time with Brian uh, reviewing. Um, Movies that were going to come out, kind of if we'd see it, if we wouldn't see it. Um, and we, had, we actually, it was a really good conversation. I don't want to spoil it, but we had a, uh, <laughs> we had a massively great conversation about one of our most popular episodes of all time, uh, the Good Burger Review. Yes. Yeah, so it was actually the first time all four of us were together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, the fact that Good Burger 2 is coming out too, which is Aww. still. Blows my mind. Yeah, it's <laughs> wow. still great. And I was in the theater. I was there the day it was released <laughs> in the Horrid Hall. <laughs> Go back to that episode to have the theater the full conversation with that. It's not a mall if you can see one end from the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corridor. Yeah, right. Yeah, Is that the one with the lumpy floors. Yep. Yeah, Why so did it have lumpy floors? The Dartmouth Mall is kind of like that too. The floors are yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. like a that's a ramp yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah, but that mall about... was built on a golf course. Yeah, no, yeah. 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 So that's why it's all that's yeah. why it's uneven. Yeah. yeah, it's it's there's a there's yeah. a definite kind of Organic. wave yeah. that goes on with that mall. Yeah, but the does hard hall yeah. exists anymore? Dartmouth? Dartmouth no, mall. the heart. Hard Hall is gone. Hard yeah. Mall is gone. It's, yeah. it's replaced with South, it's it's the South, South Coast, Coast Plaza. Plaza. Yeah. Think that's yeah. lumpy? No, no, it's not. All right. No, no, but it's still. I you know still remember that as one of the saddest days of my life. But you know, please check out Beeline Entertainment, the uh, you know Earth Station One, uh, several others. I've got to go back, look at my notes, and write every single podcast I've been on right now because it's <laughs> been about a dozen of them. Uh, that we've been pushing around. Also, the Check Your Brain podcast, which um, has been really, really, really good. Um, and he probably will have me back soon. Sorry, Cass. <laughs> what? But, Sorry for what? No, it was just there. You're probably going to hear me from the kitchen again. Here we really I don't loud. mind. Although yeah. sometimes I want to chime in. Yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> run and chime in. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I laugh in the yeah. distance. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny when someone else is on either you yeah. know, on I was gonna say vent oh god uh, on Discord yeah. or doing something because he does a lot of stuff with his 
guildmates yeah. on we'll do, uh, Discord. We'll, we'll do map, uh, you know, treasure map runs, and and I do a uh, game of D and D with them nights and half the time I'll hear her start to respond to something I said and then she'll look over oh headphones <laughs> <laughs> but anyways back yeah. to the movie yes. yeah okay. so I mean but yeah with that so where do we leave off here uh, uh, yeah uh, yeah uh, well, yeah, I mean, we had hopped all over the place. Yeah, because yeah. there's not we're talking about. We were talking about after Brewster oh, died. His, yeah. His, uh, and, um, yeah. Slade's. Oh, yeah. The, money yeah. And success. Oh, yeah. No. The, the events that transpire really it was, you know, you kind of felt for Slade a little bit, you know, where he's at the funeral just trying to get there and everybody in the family thinks he caused the heart attack. Yeah. You know, you're like, you know what? No, I can I do feel for you because it wasn't his fault. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. but I can kind of understand their misunderstanding. Yeah, too. yeah, it, and also they're in they're they're in um, deep, deep, deep grief. Yeah, mm-hmm. as well, and all the shit that went down. Yeah. And um, you know, I and um, I know my mom's listening to this podcast as well, probably laughing. Hello. About, probably laughing about the Adam and Eve thing still. Oh. <laughs> um, but you know, you go whatever. So. Um, there was after my grandmother died where she, uh, she cussed out one of her neighbors. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Just for context, your mom. Yeah, my mom cussed out one of her neighbors. Yeah. There was a very <laughs> good reason for yeah. it. There, yeah. There's a very yeah, good reason Yeah, I hear for this, it. but there was just such deep grief that everybody was having. And yes, there was an extremely good reason yes. for it, which we still laugh about it to this day about that, but <laughs> go on. Um, but I still see it that I don't think anyways, even if he were to open his mouth and say, look, I didn't do this. I just had there. And then the guy came to me and, you know, there's something that ended up working. I'm really, truly sorry. I don't think they would have heard it. No. You know, I don't no, think, I don't think said, there's any way around that. No, he could have said a, a dozen different things mm. and nothing would have fixed it. No. no, no, not at all. Not at all. Then, you know, moving on to Christmas present, which I forgot what was on the radio, but I think it was just something that was... More modern, more Current, e- yeah, nineteen thirty three, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. nineteen thirty three events. But you know, I think just momentarily, I just want to go back to Thatcher, oh, who yes. is having you know a and it it hits all the points. Yeah. Of um, I forgot the name of the original character he's based on, but it hits all the points when you see Bob the family. Thank you. Yeah, where it hits all the points for that. Kid who needs the surgery or yeah. in the crutches or all time. Yeah, and he needs to yeah, he needs to go to Australia to this Her. nun. He's like uh, the only yeah, one who a... specializes yeah. in whatever it's yeah. stimulating the muscles in the legs. Yeah. Oh, didn't they talk about polio later? Was yeah, it polio? It I was gonna say it's probably polio. Yeah. That's what I was him. thinking. Like it seemed no no, polio could do it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, my my only real yeah. reference is the FDR and he got old. Yeah, he did get old, uh, older. I mean, I mean you know, he lived. Yeah, he lived. He lived. So he lived, but he was stricken with polio later on. Oh. You know, as oh. as I understand, it was sometime in college. But as if you get it as a kid, it could be quite deadly. So I'm wondering if that was really a thing. Like, yeah. Was there really a place in Australia that could treat that? Probably. I, I know, know, yeah. I was, yeah. I was curious, too. Yeah. I meant to look it up yeah. when I forgot. I just but, kind of initially yeah. assumed it was, you know, yeah. um, dramatic work disease. Yeah, but F, right, yeah, FDR actually created a place for kids affected with polio in the middle of Georgia. Yeah. You know, and um, I forgot where it was, but I know he did that, and 
sort of had a hand in pushing it, but he had an agreement with the media, don't film me in the wheelchair. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, that's you know, point. Yeah, you know, which there is, if you go deep into the conspiracy theory, there's um, there's theory. a conspiracy theory on that, but also there's a thing that there's an that under... That turned into a spider monster? Underground. <laughs> 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 I know where you're going there. Inside but, Job uh, is yeah, a funny show. Yeah, but there's a conspiracy theory that there's an underground train that went from uh, went from the White House to the Waldorf Astoria. That when he wanted to go to New York and party, it would it would go to the Waldorf Astoria, and he'd take, he'd get out of the train and he'd go up an elevator, so no one would see him. Huh. And also, I mean, it's you know the History Channel did a whole deep dive on it and found an unmarked train car, and I'm like, I I don't really want to say no one. Huh. Okay. Uh, but reverting back, you know, where you have Thatcher, you know, hitting all the points and having the Oh my god, I lost my job. Oh yeah, we didn't even mention that. Yeah. The, the reason why he loses his job is yeah. is because, because he stands up to yeah. to, to Slade. Well, yeah. effectively. He, yeah, sort of. Quarry, there's like a quarry that was recently closed yeah. because it wasn't doing well, but uh, the guys are talking to Thatcher. Everyone needs jobs, and they think they can, if Slade finances it, he can make it work. Yeah. Well, the, the whole thing is, this is right before the big boom of the Industrial Revolution. Um, I thought Industrial Revolution was the 19th century. Um, no. Oh, no. Well, the steel workers and everything else, because um, they mention Rockefeller. Yeah. Um, that a lot of the... Um, uh, this, this particular uh, quarry is... Using concrete, I believe, is the they're creating or mining. He mentioned something about concrete, um, and that's what they're producing out of it, and it's closed now. Yeah, um, and that this particular quarry or whatever, if they reopen it up, they can, uh, they might be able to get it moving if they talk to people like Rockefeller and everything else who can use this concrete for their businesses. So they go to Thatcher saying, if you, you know, use this as your proposal to Slade, if he finances this and reopens it, he could make a lot of money if he does this. You know, it could, you know, open up possibilities. If you talk to your boss, you know, we need this. Thatcher is very reluctant because he knows he could get his ass fired. Right. Which happens. But he says, I'll try. And that's, yeah, exactly. That's what happens. I forgot why he got fired. Is it because he pushed it? Cause it? He basically is like, he got fired because he was impertinent, according to what Slade says. Which is really funny because it's a, it, the whole thing is a, a circular callback to what Slade did to Brewster. Yeah. That's the whole... Oh, you're trying new ideas, whereas I'm set in my ways. Yeah. Why should I try something? Ah, so new? it was ironically. Yeah. Okay. It's a new. It's a new idea for you know for the times that are changing. Why should I do that when I? Yeah. Why should I try something new? Yeah, he was just mostly concerned. Why would I want to revive a business that wasn't successful to begin with? Right. Yeah, and, you know, at least it's a way for him to get more money, but it wasn't his idea. Right. So, I mean, he, you know, he pushed on that. 
Um, I think, you know, with Thatcher having that, but the best part of that, I think that was a new idea. And I haven't seen this, so correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen this in other places, but Thatcher, uh, Thatcher's daughter is like, are we going to starve and die? Yep. Oh, because yeah. he's, yeah, he, he's yeah, trying to keep it a secret. Yeah, and that kid's got anxiety. Well, yeah. this, that part lie. made me sad because it's like, you've got the two kids who are sitting at like the dinner table. Uh, okay, I think they were playing a game or something when he came home. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. reading or something. And then he comes home, he tells his wife, and then the kids start pestering him. Because they know something's wrong. Right. They have a, The parents have a secret. And they want to know what the secret is. Because and, they rightfully say they it's probably it's better to know than imagine the scary possibilities. Right. And the parents are like, can't we have a secret between the two of us that have nothing to do with you? Which is like, well, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> but finally, dad breaks. And he's like, yeah, we're, you know. I lost my job. I lost my job. And of course. Uh, well, yeah. He says yes eventually. And then, of course, the Tiny Tim uh, equivalent, his first reaction is, great, you get to be home and, you know, you yeah. get to be home with me more. Yeah. And, of course, the daughter's reaction is the typical, oh, my God, I have anxiety about everything. Because she, A, is obviously way more aware of the surrounding circumstances than the little boy is. Yeah. Um. And B, uh, she <laughs> calculates pretty much everything immediately because her immediate reaction is to go into the corner and start to cry. Right. Although, isn't there somebody who says, oh, well, I thought it was um, because you did something, something, and then something. Something much worse. <laughs> something, something, upside. What? <laughs> something, something bad. Maybe I'm thinking of a different show. Or yeah. I, yeah, I don't think anybody says that because she she accepts it and then she turns around and says, does this mean we're going to starve to death? Yeah. And it, it just loved the, both the mother and the father's faces as they yeah. turn and realize that their daughter is A, a lot more in tune with the world than they expected, and B, can't dispute what she said. Right. Because neither one of them tried to to comfort her or calm her by saying, no, that's not true, or no, they don't. They don't say a word. They just just move over, hug her, and don't say a word. Because they can't comfort her. Because the possibility is there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... It's the Great Depression. Yeah, it's it's, it's well, really a hard... Yeah. Is it still? It's yeah. 33, yeah. yeah. I know it started in 29, because yeah. I mentioned that. Well, it did, it did start in 29, but the effects everywhere else really started, you know, around 30, 32. It's like the same yeah. time period, yeah. almost the same time period as It's a Wonderful Life, too. It is, yeah. yeah. Except that It's a Wonderful yeah. Life goes through World War Two. Yeah. And, uh, kind of yeah. sad we didn't get there in here. Yeah. Well, it's only supposed to be one day. Yeah. Well, it's all one well, day. Well, it goes to the yeah. future, but yeah. it's just the near future. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see how uh, Slade's death impacts the disco era, <laughs> as implied by <laughs> having disco okay, band yeah. show up. I don't yeah, think no, the it's weird going thing to. Is, well, he said it, could, it would have reverberations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Now the weird thing is the disco era, but the kid, the kid and the parents are exactly the same age. No, that's that's because he's just showing the near future. Yeah. Like maybe a year later, after not Tiny Tim is dead. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. But the um. It's just yeah. the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. Ten just happens to be wearing yeah. disco. Clothes. So I mean, he's going to be de- the meaning that he's going to be dead very very soon. Yeah. 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 And then people's yeah. gonna furnish shit. Yeah. Or yeah. I'd be happy about it. Yeah. And, and buy it at ridiculously cheap yeah. prices. Cost me five hundred dollars, fifteen cents. <laughs> right, right. Didn't we have some yard sales like that too? It's an estate yeah. sale. Yeah. Estate sales usually yeah. go like that. Yeah, or it's just super cheap and you know, like I I do like that what I thought they were gonna do at first was that he had um you know, where he had it, that I thought they're, instead of doing the gravesite, oh my god, I can change, I thought they were going to do that with that with that portrait. Mm. You know, that he saw his portrait burning, and he's like, oh my god, I can change. He's Dorian Gray. But yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> well, they did do a graves thing, I'm like, mm. if you know, you probably know Christmas Carol, you know this is coming. Right. right. No, he what? was in denial. That's oh. what that was. He was in denial. He didn't want to think that that was actually him. The, the grave that nobody visited that's it's new like I, but overgrown. It's right. like, I read this story. No, 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 Wait, no, no, even, no, no. Even Death is looking at him like, not Death, um, goes to Christmas uh, future, and he's looking at him like, do I really have to say this? Like, he's actually on, pretty sarcastic with him. Like, yeah. do you really you not go know? go look at it, go ahead. Yeah. He actually, but he does actually say, do you really not know who that is? <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to stop you, but Man. Oh look! <laughs> do you yeah? Do your thing. Do your thing. Uh, now, any of the other stuff, or can we go into fantasy costume? I just want to know because yeah. it when it's Christmas Day yeah. and he wakes up or whatever, it turns he got tickets for not Tiny Tim to go to Australia and yeah. shit, and it's like within an hour. Yeah, and I'm just like the hey, parents. He didn't know that that Thatcher had a sick kid, so are they kind of creeped out? Like, how did he know this? They yeah. don't seem to be. They seem more relieved than anything. And that's a particularly dedicated travel agent that right. works in Concord. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, not just that, though. He, he, the first thing Dan actually made me laugh. When he asks what day it is, and the kid outside is <laughs> like, What? It's Christmas. That kid, the kid had, had some weird accent. That kid had like a uh, had a a very Irish accent. Yeah. So it's like, where are we? He went <laughs> fully Irish, and I'm just like, hey, 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 hey. Where did we go? Yeah, where so, did we go now? Yeah, so we met, the, we met the Irish kid outside. Also, um, slaps a dead chicken on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So like look what I brought. Yeah. I'm, pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure that was a turkey, but yeah. it was a huge, a, de- a, de- a de- some sort feathered of turkey. It's like I went and killed it on the way on. here. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that was yeah. a big ass. My car ran into here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he gave the furniture back to the farmer. Yeah, yeah he went around and grabs piano back to the orphans. Yep, piano back to the orphans, furniture back. Basically everything that he repossessed yeah. the night before. Yeah, he gave back to everybody. And everyone's confused. Yeah, now here's. My favorite bit of this whole thing, where he sees the kid, kind of reminds him of himself. Oh, right! And the the, the uh, yeah the orphan the orphan leader he um, Harry try, yeah, You're a tr- wizard, Harry. yeah tries to <laughs> tries to convince him to come along, and 
you know, get to talk to him, and almost the same thing, bid for bid. Yep. And then where Slade goes over to the cave, and he goes, you're going to come for a ride. I'm bigger than you. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> like, not by much. that's a fucking great line. That's a beautiful, beautiful line in general, where he's like, oh, I'm bigger than you. You know? I'm bigger than you. I'm going to take you anyway. And the kid obliges. It's, it's like, yeah, get in the truck or I'm going to chloroform you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's why yeah. I was like, that was not the way that that, um, mm. what's his name, did it to yeah. him. But yeah. it was but, still effective. But it was such a schoolyard thing to say. Right. Yeah, I'm bigger, I'm bigger than, than you. you so you're going to listen yeah. to me. It's yeah. like, it works on a, on a kid's brain. It's like, well, he has a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm someone you can look up to. Literally. Yeah, physically. Yeah. Literally. The only thing I could think of at that point is, yeah, but you're not that much bigger than me. Yeah, no, no, yes. no. Chino doesn't like my jokes. No. No. Uh, Maybe he just doesn't want to be held like a baby. He's, yeah. criti- he's criticizing my jokes. Yeah. Okay, fine. Like, Everyone's, I'm a big yeah. boy. I don't want to be a baby. Everyone's a critic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's the point we can go to fantasy casting. Yep. Alright, so we're going to tell you a little bit about 4041 Media, and we're also going to tell you when we come back, a special show that's going to come out in a few weeks. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. So, welcome back. So, um, in a few weekends, we will have a very special thing on our YouTube channel. As well as will be our episode coming up on Christmas weekend. Uh, Kaz and I had a chance to interview the great actor Larry Henkin. And holy shit, I mean, there wasn't really much we needed to do. You know, just like to get one little thing out there and just, you know, one question and he just ran along with it. So if you want to learn how he is a part of the original Odd Couple, Literally, uh, with him and Carl Gottlieb, you know, definitely tune in for that as well. And also wondering why he can't have shrimp anymore. <laughs> uh, but it's, <laughs> it, it was an incredibly good interview. I mean, with yes. some technical issues that came along, but when we lost Larry for a moment. But, that, oh, you know, oh, he's gone. Shit, yeah. he lost him. Yeah, all of a sudden he's talking and he's like, oh, what the hell happened? I don't know what happened here. Oh, anyway, what we're we talking about, here we go. Like, hey, Larry, okay. come back to us. Ah, yeah. there you are. Yeah, so, and it's going to be, it's, it's so, he was so damn funny. Like, Kaz and I really didn't even have to barge in on much. Nice. Because all he did was just, hey, <laughs> like our, our podcast agent, Steve, said, Larry, interviewing Larry's like starting a lawnmower. If you pull the cord right, he just goes. Yep. I'm like, okay, I'm like, let's see. Like, oh, my God, that was totally true. <laughs> and so while you're still here, we're talking about fantasy casting. Okay. Uh, okay, I had some. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. The, um, 
But I wasn't sure which character. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I just think it would be interesting if the Repo Man was, uh, um, had to be visited by ghosts explaining why it's not cool to chop people up. He's, he's visited by the ghosts of people he's repoed. Oh, no. They just show up with, like, holes in their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a very different tone. Yeah. Oh. You oh. know what's the funny thing is I was thinking about that. Like, that'd be a really funny Charles Dickens. Huh? Yeah. Oof. If Repo the Genetic Opera was a Charles Dickens story. Yeah, he'd be visited by people missing missing limbs. Yeah. Yeah. They just have a like, giant hole down their spine. Yeah. And they're just kind of flopping around. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. And then it turns into inadvertent comedy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why am well. I picturing Marilyn Madison's Sweet Dreams now? Because that's more or less that, yeah. That video, man. Yeah. It's, just, it's like him on stilts doing the flippity flops. Yeah. Yeah, him and Twiggy. <laughs> it's right. like it was terrifying back in the day. We watch it now and be like, dude, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,. The only one I had was just because the character dies at some point is to have time the uh, little uh Thatcher would be played by F. Scott Fail. And uh would do that just because he'd be dead. So, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> we had fuck Scott Fail in there. <laughs> I was gonna say if we're gonna have um, <laughs> yeah. I, say, I, I see I see the fuck yeah. Scott Mayo thing, but if we're mm. gonna have like just the, the person that dies all the time, just have t- the Tiny Tim played by Sean Bean, but like, <laughs> like adult Sean Bean with a beard, and nobody addresses the fact that he's supposed to be a kid. He just yeah. it, they just yeah. treat him like he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Look, can you see the special <laughs> character trying to carry him <laughs> over his shoulder? Come on, kid, we're gonna fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flying crash. Oh my god. Okay, I want to see that. <laughs> flying crash. I want to see that. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Uh, what do we got? Ah, an 8. No, I mean. Oh, look, it was a 27. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I want to see Mr. Burns in the yeah. Christmas Carol story. Yes. They don't, don't and, he, and he learns nothing at the end of it. Yeah, yeah that would yeah. be a twist. Because mm-hmm. the thing I've been wondering is, has anyone actually done anything different with the yeah. formula? <sighs> I mean, mm. the, the only difference, I mean, you asked me that when we watched it. And Besides I mean, just like, oh, here's a new setting and some characters you're familiar yeah. with. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, the only the only one I could think of that would be different and say, quote unquote, different is the Muppets Christmas Carol. But even they, yeah. even they lean still into the regular plot. They just added yeah. a character here and there we, and had the jokes all over. That's even exactly the butthead did it too. Oh god, but that I was wonderful. I forgot how that went because all yeah. I can think of is the yeah. uh, the other one. They I know did. they did. Yeah. The it's a wonderful life one. I don't yeah. remember the. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, but the was, other yeah. one I don't remember. Beavis, I, I do remember that Beavis and Butthead when they did the Christmas Carol one. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, was well, it how? Yeah, again. Yeah, Beavis was manager of Burger World. Butthead died and he forgot. So, like, he went home, he tried to watch porno. Yeah, yeah. And then Butthead came out of the TV. He's like, oh, yeah. I I'm just like dead and stuff. Remember the principal at his school? Yeah. Just singing the away, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. But then that makes me think of the mm. It's a Wonderful Life parody thing. Mm. 
See, the It's a Wonderful Life parody Beavis and Butthead did was different because the angel was trying to convince them to kill themselves. Yeah. Right. Yep. Because, the angel Charlie, yeah. Yeah, they'd be better off. The, the world would be better off without them. I was them. thinking about that they, the other day. They get it. Because yeah. they're Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And they think the world would suck without them. Yeah, and they push him in the river. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like Daria. Daria was, like, popular, and Stuart had friends, and yeah. all of, like, Mr. McVicker still had hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mr. McVicker's, yeah, like, happy yeah. going along, no problem, fine. <laughs> that sucks without us. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. But the, uh, <laughs> remember the line, though, with Beavis, where he's on, he's on the couch, he's, I'm trying to watch a porno and you find out there's deep dead around me. I'd like to see Rick and Morty yeah. do uh, yeah. Christmas Carol. They would take yes. that formula and fuck Hard that I agree with. Yeah, yeah, but yes. Rick would learn absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Blow up the ghost yeah. or some shit. I don't know. Well, well time is irrelevant. Fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. just cross portals from past to present to future. Yeah, how would that I'm work? See the past it's already. Yeah. Well, he goes more through space than yeah. time. But. Yeah. Then you know, well, he goes through alternate universes too. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, through you know one portal to the Christmas past is C thirty six. Like, I wonder what would happen. What if it made uh, Scrooge or whatever worse? Yeah. yeah. Turned into a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fix the. You know, so he fixes up the past and the present, and the present just gets much worse. That's just it. It's yeah. Like, well, what yeah. if Scrooge was actually a sociopath? Yeah. And then he, he exploited the ghosts for money. Yep. Somehow. He just it just makes him Even worse because showing him the past goes oh. Well, maybe if I had done this, then, oh, showing me the present? I yeah. see. So this is how I can fuck things up even more. <laughs> yes. I put my mark on the world. Yeah, so, I mean... Pee on yeah. it like a dog. So if if, um, if he was, if Rick was Scrooge, you know, he didn't oh, yeah, really do too that. well, and he'd go to the past and he'd fuck it up and he'd be even worse. <laughs> hey, this is even better. Well, they were all, like, echoes of the past, so there's yeah. no real timeline to and it, he might have dreamed it, but... True. See, that's why in the original Christmas Carol, it was more vague about the whole Tiny Tim thing, because Tiny Tim was what? He was medicine or mal- he was malnourished, and he, I think he'd probably seen Cratchit holding his, carrying his kid around. Mm. But this one, it's like, oh man, you did have some kind of mystical vision to be able to know that. That he exact the kid exactly needs to go to Australia, right? And see that nurse and has that vision, right? Because yeah. he didn't even know that uh, Thatcher had a kid, let yeah. alone right. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I say no. I didn't know. I did not right. know. I really, if I knew, I would have done something different. I, right. I know. You know. And still, that 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 is an Arthur Fonzer really dictation. Yeah. If I knew, I would have done that for you. you no, know, it would have been good because we did. Mrs. Got you. Okay. What yeah. if? Yeah. What if it was an episode of Happy Days and was about Fonzie? I I want to say they did that. <laughs> like I, I mean, they did do the pilot of Mork and Mindy. Yeah, because they're they're that's true. Does Mork show up? No, is, that, Mork, that, is this a sci-fi? <laughs> Mork makes yeah. decisions happen. Yeah, because their their Christmas specials were actually quite interesting. And, you know, the whole thing, I think Happy Days, I mean, listeners or anybody else, correct me if I'm wrong, was only for a period of a few years. So, I mean, there was still in the 50s, but it was still the 60s or something, or 
or whatever Wait, it may have been. Are you talking about the show's actual the show time timeline. or when it was set? The show's setting. Oh. Where its actual timeline was. I know Laverne and Shirley went into the 60s. It did, yeah. Yeah, the uh, yeah the Laverne and Shirley was post-Happy Days. Yeah, time. it was. Yeah, it was post-Happy Days that it still kept going on. Band. Right, you're right, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, I want to say they did that in work because I have a vague, vague, vague memory that it was um, they did all that, and Howard Cunningham was the ghost of Christmas Past. Huh. You know, and but then again, you know, if anybody does see that, please let us know. <laughs> um, you have a phone right there. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just purposely not using it because I want to try to ignore time a little bit. Oh. Uh, but I think yeah, I. I if they did that and then Mork showed up and Mork was the ghost of Christmas present, finally did that. It's kind of funny because that sequence, he took Fonzie away. Yeah. You know, where he had that. He, you yeah, know, I thought he was trying to kidnap Richie. Yeah, he tried to bring he, him on uh, a 2,000 year voyage. Yeah, and then he ended up taking Fonzie away. And then everybody, uh, they did Fonzie going out of Al's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Is that how that weird cartoon happened with Fonzie and that future girl and her weird dog? No, that was a weird abomination <laughs> that happened much later. <laughs> that, you know, That's it was an extended happy, happy days in the multiverse. future. That was bizarre. <laughs> that is on YouTube. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that is on YouTube and that hurts. <laughs> it's like Gilligan's Planet. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> like, yeah, we're like, well, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but the, you know, but to see like the professor could create a fucking spaceship out of coconuts. But you couldn't get off the island. He couldn't get off the island or patch up a fucking boat, right? Really? You know, and knowing that he's island. a professor, the, I that's know. Time, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and ending up back on the fucking island. Fuck that island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you kind of re, if you kind of reunite with people, don't you're stranded on an island. Don't get on a boat. fucking boat. No. Yeah. Yeah, don't. I would think they'd have a phobia of boats. Hmm. You don't get on a fucking boat. The fact that they end up and they're still, you know, canonically, they're still on the island to this day. Dead. Oh. But, wow. Uh, I would have yeah. just shot Gilligan at that point. Yeah. Yeah, who's going to know? Right? Yeah, who's going to know at that point, really? They could yeah. eat him. Yeah. They I could would... have. Yeah. Why? Uh, food? Uh, food? Yeah. Well, I guess they, they don't really coconuts. need... Yeah. They don't need to eat him. Unless you want to eat him. Yeah. And gain his power. Yeah. His power of stupidity. Yeah. yeah help them forget. Yeah. Get drunk on human wine. Yeah. Go and your brains and gain your nerve. Yeah. Oh, that went there. the wrong way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this backfired. I think that they do. They end up with the colorized versions of the show where suddenly uh, they end up with gray tongues. Oh, oh right. Yeah, exactly. That's right, because they didn't colorize the tongue. Yeah. That's oh, right. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. It's really awkward. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. All right. That's what I have yeah. to say. All right, I think we're gonna wrap this one up here. Yeah. So next yeah. week we will have Prancer, um, and this one's gonna be good because we are also gonna have an interview with the director of the movie as well. Uh, this one's gonna be really super interesting and fun. Enjoy yourselves. Be good. Take care of yourself. Mm.